Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. The apostles and presbyters, in agreement with the whole church, decided to choose representatives and to send them to Antioch with Paul and Barnabas. The ones chosen were Judas, who was called Barsabbas, and Silas, leaders among the brothers. This is the letter delivered by them. The apostles and the presbyters, your brothers, to the brothers in Antioch, Syria, and Cilicia, of Gentile origin. Greetings. Since we have heard that some of our number who went out without any mandate from us, have upset you with their teachings and disturbed your peace of mind, we have with one accord decided to choose representatives and to send them to you along with our beloved Barnabas and Paul, who have dedicated their lives to the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. So we are sending Judas and Silas, who will also convey the same message by word of mouth. It is the decision of the Holy Spirit and of us not to place on you any burden beyond these necessities, namely, to abstain from meat sacrificed to idols, from blood, from meats of strangled animals, and from unlawful marriage. If you keep free of these, you will be doing what is right. Farewell. And so they were sent on their journey. Upon their arrival in Antioch, they called the assembly together and delivered the letter. When the people read it, they were delighted with the exhortation. The Word of the Lord I will give you thanks among the peoples, O Lord. My heart is steadfast, O God, my heart is steadfast. I will sing and chant praise. Awake, O my soul, awake, lyre and harp, I will wake the dawn. I will give thanks to you among the peoples, O Lord. I will chant your praise among the nations. For your mercy towers to the heavens and your faithfulness to the skies. Be exalted above the heavens, O God, above all the earth. Be your glory. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus said to his disciples, This is my commandment. Love one another as I love you. No one is greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. You are my friends if you do what I command you. I no longer call you slaves, because a slave does not know what his master is doing. I have called you friends, because I have told you everything I have heard from my father. It was not you who chose me, but I who chose you, and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain, so that whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. This I command you, love one another. The Gospel of the Lord. As you entered church, you may have saw a couple of photos of the sanctuary of of an Italian cathedral. If you looked closely, you can on the way out if you missed it. If you look closely, you saw that behind the altar, encased behind glass, you see hundreds and hundreds of skulls and bones. What a morbid thing to have in a church. I'll explain the morbidity in a moment, but give you a bit of background first. On February 11, 2013, Pope Benedict XVI shocked the world by announcing his resignation from the Petrine ministry, the papacy. One of the last things he did as Pope, 
on February 11th, 2013, was to fix the date of the canonization of 800 Italian martyrs. He fixed the date at May 12th, 2013. So, 10 years ago today, Pope Francis canonized his first saints, 800 Catholic fishermen, artisans, shepherds, and farmers from the small Italian city of Otranto. The skulls and bones behind the altar in the Otranto Cathedral belong to these martyrs. Recall, Italy is shaped like a high-heeled boot. Otranto is at the bottom of the heel of the boot. If you can picture Miami at the southeast bottom of Florida, that is where Otranto is found in Italy. Now, that made it a prime target for the initial invasion of Italy by the Muslim Turks in 1480. 550 miles to the east of Otranto was Constantinople, founded by Constantine the Great a thousand years earlier as the Rome of the East. Constantinople was one of the most beautiful and well-fortified cities in the world. But it fell to the Muslims in 1453. And a short 27 years later, the Muslim Turks invaded mainland Italy with their eyes on the grand prize, Rome. After a 15-day siege in August of 1480, the city of Otranto surrendered. The archbishop and his clergy took refuge in the cathedral. The Turks entered the cathedral while the archbishop was saying mass and cut him in four pieces and slayed the rest of the priest. Then 800 townspeople were rounded up and killed. Their crime was their refusal to deny Christ. They refused to convert to Islam at sword point and were all beheaded on the spot. These martyrs' courage and witness inspired others to stand up and defend Catholic Europe 90 years later at the Battle of Lepanto, when the Muslim Turk navy was annihilated. These martyrs' relics in Toronto's cathedral are still giving witness today. This is why our Catholic history is so important. It is not, as the modern loving types argue, mere nostalgia or backwardness. On the contrary, it is what grounds us and emboldens our faith. As the, as the Christian West is being invaded by enemies of the cross, our history helps us come to the truth in a world that denies truth. A truthless world is a dangerous world. Dangerous times, then, are ahead. But we can find strength in the one holy Catholic and apostolic faith. We have the witness of martyrs, and we have the blood and water that flows from Christ's pierced side. What morbid things we have. Yes, we have the morbidity here on earth and the promised victory, eternal life. 
in heaven. <laughs>